Hey, right. every- hey everybody, uh, this is uh, JT with Celebro Speaks, and welcome to a very special episode of the show. Uh, tonight, we are going to be introducing you to a possible co-host, a good friend of mine named Travis, who uh, has his own podcast, uh, of which I'm going to let him go ahead and introduce himself. Travis? Hi, everybody. Um, thanks for having me on. Um, my name is Travis. I um, host a podcast on here, as he said. Um, it's called the Better Pod, the Better Savage Podcast. Uh, it's still a work in progress, but you know, hopefully growing, and you know, expect some good stuff out of that one soon. Well, awesome! It's great to have you here, Travis. Um, so tonight, our topic is going to be uh, Marvel and TV uh, movies and TV shows versus DC Universe. Of the same of the same stuff. So, which one are you a fan more of, Marvel or DC? Overall, just general. I'm a Marvel guy. Um, I like DC. I like some like a couple of things out of the DC, but overall, bigger picture, it's it's Marvel. See, I like. I'm a huge Marvel fan, but I like how dark the DCU is. Not necessarily the storylines, but mainly just the lighting and all the shows and movies. Oh, absolutely. It's like pitch black. You have to actually. I, I've used my cell phone uh, a couple of times to make a little light backlight, so maybe it might brighten it up. Who's your uh, favorite uh, Marvel superhero? Um, man, I used to think it was Captain America. Um, you know, always been a huge fan, right? But you know. Movie-wise, like, as far as, like, the universe goes, I mean, it's hard to bet against Thor anymore. Uh, we talk about, like, you know, Baby Thor. We talk about uh, Dark World Thor, Ragnarok. Or Mostly, we talking about Avenger or, or Infinity War, where you bust out the, the, the big hammer. I mean, there's no denying the, you know, scene in uh, Infinity War when he shows up with the Stormbreaker and Groot and Rocket and... You know, the whole, bring me Thanos. I'm not going to lie, man. I, de- I jumped out of my chair in the movie theater, and my girlfriend looked at me, and she was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and I looked at her, and I, I said, shut up. You're ruining my childhood. Right? No pers- no guy in that theater was not hard as a rock at that scene. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Especially when, the only thing that could have made it better is if, like, Beta Ray Bill had been in there, in which case I would have, I would have, like, probably screamed like a little girl. Yes, Definitely. See, for me, I'm a huge fan of the Spider-Man series. Um, I, was, I was really big on Andrew Garfield playing Spider-Man. I thought he did a good job. I did, um, too. Uh, but, you know, when they brought on uh, Tom Holland, eh, it was kind of hit or miss. But I think Tom Holland is like the right age with kind of the right attitude, just a little bit cocky and stuff in order to be able to pull it off. Um, not a huge fan that they, like, replaced MJ with. And then for those of you who are listening, this isn't about racism, about how MJ and Spider-Man Homecoming is whatever nationality she is, um, or that his actual love interest, that one that he's interested in, in to my knowledge, has nothing to do with, uh, with the storyline. But, you know, the whole time that, that since Spider-Man's been around, it's been Mary Jane Watson, Peter Parker, Gwen, and Gwen Stacy. Right. Gwen is Black Cat, MJ does her thing. And she's always been a white girl with a red head. And it's, not, it's, it's nothing more than continuity. Well, that and, like, the one in Homecoming, she's not, her name's not even Mary Jane. It was something, I can't remember what it is. But now. everybody calls me MJ. Yeah. And it yeah. was like. 
and I don't. I read somewhere that they got Ned from a, from a villain out of the Spider-Man universe, where there were where his first name came from. Yeah, instead of it being Harry Osborn. Yeah, I've heard that too. I really hope that's not true. I hope they end up introducing the Osborns because you know you can't have Spider-Man without the Green Goblin. You just can't. Well, the one I'm really excited for now is the new Venom movie with Tom Hardy. And when they do Tom Hardy and they have Venom, but Spider-Man is not going to be in it, but Venom gets his powers because of Spider-Man. Right, and Tom Holland's actually supposed to be in the movie. Well, I mean, I guess the only time will tell because right. the whole reason why he's Venom is it because Peter rejects yeah. a symbiote and then the symbiote gets onto whatever his name is, Brock. He Brock. And he goes, we are, we're poison to you. We are Venom. And that's how Venom sticks. Right, and he hates... Uh, Peter Parker as it is because Peter Parker ruins his career and basically ruins his life. Right, 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 so, right. Still, super excited to watch watch that. Yes, and honestly, the trailer, I mean, the whole thing where he turned, finally the Venom and it's, the, you know, we are Venom. That's cool as hell. I know, I know. God, I can't wait. <sighs> I hope they don't ruin it. I do too. I don't think they will. I think it's a pretty safe bet that it's going to be pretty badass. I think it is. I think it is, especially with uh, with Tom Hardy playing the role. Yeah. The uh, one of the one of my favorite things though in uh in DCU is the uh, the Martha Martha yes uh, uh problem of Batman and Superman. Everything they're ready to kill each other until your name's your mother's name is Martha. Yes, she. Uh, you do it for your mom, Clark. Yeah, it, and that gave me a whole stepbrothers vibe thing right there. Like, Don't you put your nuts on my drum set? Well, it was like your name, your mom's name's Martha too. Did we just become best friends? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And I was like, really? Why would you do that? Right. And we talked about that in the last episode uh, with Skyler. Uh, was yeah. kind of the same thing. Um, another really big thing for me was uh, the Green Lantern Corps has been totally just left out of DCU since. Ryan Reynolds did his little thing. And part of me is kind of thankful. Part of me is kind of not because he, he kind of should have been in the Justice League. Because they, yeah, they, they, took, they, took, they took Cyborg from Teen Titans and put him over here and mm-hmm. and kind of just jumbled everything together. And then have you seen the Teen Titans uh, live action show? That I have shooting? not seen the live action one, no. Um, Starfire is black. Even though she's supposed to be Tamaranian, which is like an orange skin color, but I mean that's uh, that's all beside the point. It mm. it just it just looks like a terrible. It's it's like DC. Every other DCU show that I've seen, um, Air, except for maybe Arrow. You know the whole Arrowverse thing actually works. What do you, you know that that's where I actually think that they have a leg up on Marvel is the Arrowverse is far above like Shield in my opinion. It is because it ties in with the Flash easily. Right. Everything ties in, and then they have like the crossover with, Super, with Supergirl like, and the Flash. Yeah, Air, yeah, all of them are, and it's really cool. Um, you know, and I've watched Marvel, and I watched Agents of Shield, and I just I can't get into it, no matter how many times I try. Um, Agent Carter, I thought was good, but they canceled it. I never got a chance really to see Agent Carter. But I did watch Agents of Shield, but it always seemed to it, the the themes always seem to repeat themselves in the show. Yeah. Hey Travis, could you yep. could and you then, fix your mic? You're cutting in and out. Oh, sorry. Can 
Can you hear me? I'm trying to get to a good point. Yeah. Got you now. Okay. Okay. But, you know, yeah. And um, the thing that bothered me the most with the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was you had to wait for the movies to come out before, you know, you could watch the show. Right, because there's some weird order to watch the movies, and then that certain episodes correspond to certain movies. Right. Yeah, no, I know. The uh, one thing that I really enjoy is the fact that the Arrowverse and the Flash Universe seem to be at least somewhat realistic. There's problems that they don't always win; they do right. take losses, and I and I do like that. Yes, definitely. Uh, I don't know if you've seen Black Lightning. No, I haven't. Not yet. That's not, that's next on my list. And I watched a few episodes of it, and I don't want to be that guy because I'm not that guy, and I don't want to seem like it, but it almost just seems racist in the wrong way, like in the opposite way that you normally think. What, what, what do you mean? Well, like, because it centers around, obviously, an African-American superhero. No, you don't say, really? Yeah, I know, right? Surprising. I know. <laughs> but, I mean, and he's cool. Don't get me wrong. He's cool as hell. But every episode that I've seen, and it was the same thing with Supergirl, too, was it has to do with diversity. And it's just constantly, oh, you know, I have to do this because we're a black family. Or, you know, with Supergirl, it was like, I have to do this because I'm a woman. And it was just like, why can't you just be a superhero? Yeah, no, no, I get that. Which, you know, that ties into um, what just recently went down with uh, Disney and Lucasfilm, which Kathleen Kennedy was asked to step down because she she put forth so much diversity into the movies that the, the two movies that she helped co-produce just kind of tanked at the bottom rung. Yes. And we see such a social media backlash that Bob Iger, CEO of Disney, actually asked her to step down. Yes. The uh, one thing I do not like in any of the Marvel or DC shows is the lack of what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, story, the story tends to drag on a little too long for my taste. The buildup of, you know, like with Luke Cage, there's plenty of times where Luke Cage could, I mean, Luke Cage, he's power man. He's invincible for right. the most part. He could have just walked right through, brought everybody to justice, and taken them out in front of a news in front of a news crew and been like, "Talk." Mm-hmm. Instead, he has to go through this long, drawn out thing of self of self of inner conflict versus self resolution, and then it becomes a whole ordeal. Right. Sa- same thing with Iron Fist. Same thing with Daredevil. Uh, same thing with Arrow, and then the Flash. Right. Um, which I understand is kind of important for character arcs, but sometimes like I just want to like I want to watch the Flash like bolt through time and then bitch slap somebody. <laughs> I want to see the point the point where he like you know I want to see the race between him and Superman. Yes, that would have been cool, right? How do you feel about the how how do you feel about all the video games for these universes? You know, I I love the Batman games, the Arkham. Um, stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought they had a very good story to them. Right. Uh, you know, and you know, other than that, I really can't think of any DC, you know, video games. 
Well, Injustice was actually a DC video game. Okay, yes, Injustice. Yeah, that was part Marvel Mortal Kombat based, you know, fighting game. Right. It's I mean, it's Mortal Kombat but with superheroes. Right, which is cool. Yeah, which I thought Injustice Two was just. I mean, I was all giddy. It right. knocked my it knocked my socks off. But I still prefer things like I I love the open world of the Amazing Spider Man games. Yes, and I also enjoy uh, the Lego Marvel games. They are so that and the Star Wars ones are just so fun. You know, I love them the Lego games like the earlier ones. Talk. If it's if it makes any sense, like I like where they were doing the uh huh uh huh uh huh type things, right? Instead of talking, yeah, I always thought that was really neat. And then they started adding like lines from the movies in them, and I'm like, really? Why are you? Yeah, I I enjoy the Lego when they are just Legos, and it's more physical comedy. Yeah, to get the point to get the point across. But I think they did that for the kids. Yeah, I get that. What is your uh? What what are your biggest uh, fandoms, by the way? I meant to ask that earlier when you introduced yourself because, you know, we're, this is a very nerd podcast and we're going to be talking about a whole bunch of nerd stuff from video games to real life to comic books to uh, if you got any nerdy tattoos, like, let it, let it spill. Let the people into your lives. Um, honestly, just superheroes right now. I know they're kind of the, the big thing, so it kind of makes it a cliche, but, you know, I've always loved superheroes. I've seen probably 90% of all the Marvel the Marvel Universe films in theater. Like, I go, like, opening weekend and go see them just because I'm that guy. Um, you know, I, I love the superhero genre. You know, I do, too. That's why I stayed a virgin until I was 19. <laughs> That's how I protected it with, my, with a fierceness. Right, you got Captain America's shield down there, you know? Actually, it was on my underpants. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> When uh when Tony Stark yelled out Underoo to uh to Spider Man to get to grab Captain America's shield, I was like, oh, that's what I called my briefs. Right, I got those. Uh, I get it. I get it. Yes, but no. Um, and that's always been kind of my thing. Uh, you know, I have a I have a Star Wars love. I um, you know, I've always loved Star Wars. It was one of those things passed down to me from my dad. He watched all of them and. Mm-hmm. I was just a huge fan. Uh, I cur- I'm currently looking at my Stormtrooper helmet and debating putting it on, but you can't hear me through it, so I won't do well, that. Well, that's fine. That's fine. You probably couldn't find the find the microphone anyway. No. Uh, this- Stormtroopers have terrible aim. They do. Which, apparently, I saw a video on YouTube. Apparently, that's a big misconception. Right. I've seen that video. The, uh, the uh, how What was it? In episode four... About how they, you know, these these scorch marks are only made by stormtroopers. They mm. are the only ones that can be so precise, right? But in everywhere else, they they lack shots, and apparently, it's like to guide people where they want them to go, right? And it's like a, you know, they're yeah, like you said, they're guiding them to the death trap right there, right? Instead of just shooting them, which makes way more sense. But right. uh, we're not going to talk about George Lucas just yet, and. Uh, yeah. His ter- his terrible choices, like how he chose Hayden Christensen to play Anakin, and then said, "Okay, Anakin," or Hayden just talk, and then Hayden talked, and he goes, "That's all I need. We're gonna put it straight on film." You know, this is gonna be an unpopular opinion, and I know that because people have, you know, I've gotten death threats for it. Hayden Christensen's 
portrayal of uh, Darth Vader and in the third one, the first two, the first one he was in, which was rubbish. But the third one, where he's like slowly turning into Darth Vader, and he's getting more bitter and angry, right? I kind of like that. I think he did a really good job with it. It was kind That's of a very unpopular opinion, and I I know we're we're friends and all, but I'm gonna kind of maybe just follow you on Facebook and just unfriend you. Wow, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And unfriended. Oh, believe me, I've I've got that. <laughs> um. <and> <laughs> My fake laugh hides real pain. Yes, it's true. It's it's vicious, but you know, I didn't mind it. I wasn't great. Don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna say he deserves an Oscar or should even come back like they're suggesting he w- he might in the next Star Wars film. I think that's kind of run its course, and you know, we can all be done with that. But what Star Wars movie do you want to see made? <sighs> Until the Han Solo movie came out, I was gonna say the Obi Wan movie. But if it's the same people involved, which I'm hoping it's not now that they have that big shift, you know, if it's the same people involved, I will have nothing to do with it because I thought Kathleen Kennedy's gone, man. She's gone. But I mean, like directors, writers, actors, anybody who is remotely near that movie should just be all fired immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Hated that movie. I watched I watched Solo and I was like I looked at uh, Lando and he was talking about you know it was confirmed that he's like a pansexual and he's in love with you know yeah. droids and I watched the droid talk about oh you know he has the hots for me and I was I was like this is going really really far left and then when they put the robots uh, AI and she's part of the ship now so does that mean Lando goes around sticking his dick in parts of the ship like. Well, let's, let's see. It's re- well. This one's rectangle. If I just squeeze it low, might yeah. be able to. And then you just hear the yes, Lando. And I don't want to picture Billy D. Williams, you know, walking around just having sex with his spaceship. I don't want to see that. I wonder what diseases come from that, if anything. Uh, there, there. No, there has to be something <laughs> fl- flying around in space. Some sort of bacteria that there has to be something. Oh, you know he has some weird intergalactic STD. It just he has to. Yeah, he 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 definitely has to. There's no way around it. Right. The um. The other thing, the one I want to see, is either a Boba Fett movie where it's an hour and thirty minutes of Boba Fett climbing out of the Sarlacc pit, that and and then it goes to be continued. <laughs> Or even better, he climbs out of the pit and then the worm jumps up and just eats him anyway. Oh yeah, but I, like I'd like to see it like you know, hit, like it's all inner inner thoughts and him trying to fight. Like I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna get back and I'm gonna make it back and I'm gonna kill them and I'm gonna make my dad proud and blah blah blah. And then you know he finally gets out and he goes, "Where's that rebel scum?" And then it closes like the normal episode four, five, and six one. You hear yeah. the music and it goes to be continued. Oh man, that would cause such a riot! Oh my God, the internet would go in flames. Uh, the internet, the theaters would go in flames. <laughs> Seventeen theaters were burned down today. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be horrible. I can see the Twitter feeds now. Why just pay this money? What the fuck? <laughs> uh, it, either that, or I would like to see it honestly go all the way back to the older public, like the older public video games that they had on Xbox. Mm-hmm. And just go through that, and just re- ch- kind of redo the universe. 
or even maybe a Palpatine movie. Like, you know, when did he become, when did he go to the dark side? Because he's like from Naboo and it's supposed to be about peace, love, and whatever. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Or a Yoda movie would be actually right up there. And when he was younger, he actually used sentences in grammatical correct fashion. Right, and you find out what happened to him. He hit his head. <laughs> and now he speaks backwards. Did he have some sort of force stroke? Or... <laughs> what that happened? Stro- that stroke I am. <laughs> he falls to the ground. <laughs> All these years, there was a cry for help, and nobody would help him. Help, you must call. <laughs> Thrombolytics, I, I must have. <laughs> <laughs> aspirin anybody have <laughs> I'm still laughing about the photo that I sent you the other day uh, about they had the picture of a, I'm going to post it to uh, Facebook and to our Twitter feed everybody but I was playing on Xbox and somebody had a picture of Yoda but it was had Obama's face on it <laughs> and so I just it was, I, I, it was pretty it was pretty awesome I was I was pretty much dead laughing yes what uh, what video games are you into right now? Uh, mostly right now, I'm into um, sporting games. Um, I've been on a really big sport game kick. Um, you know the Madden, UFC. Uh, I'll play wrestling games. I'm uh-huh. a wrestling. I won't deny it. Don't hold it against me. But uh, I got something I can hold against you. Wow. How you do? <laughs> how you doing? Wow, we're going there already. <laughs> I, it's all this talk. It just. You know, I'm a pansexual. I'm getting turned on by my headphones. Oh, man. And your voice. My iPhone is it's winking at me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, um, any shooters, yeah. RPGs, anything like that? Um, A little bit. I can't play first-person shooters. I've, no, I've learned over the years that they give me a really bad headache. Mm-hmm. The camera movement and the angles, it'll give me a headache and I'll just feel sick after like 10 minutes of playing it. So unfortunately, I can't play those anymore. I used to love Halo when I was younger. I still love Halo. I still play it. I have the Master Chief Collection. I play Rainbow Six Siege like it's going out of style. If you guys want to find me, uh, just add Fist of Discord on Xbox. Um, I play Far Cry 5, Grand Theft Auto, RPG wise, I love Elder Scrolls. Um, I play the game. I play Elder Scrolls like everybody else does, which is start out trying to be something else and then become an archer, shoot everybody from afar, and you win the game. I think that's really the only way you can play the that's game. That's true because I tried playing the ma- as a mage, and God, it is so fucking hard. You, you have yeah. like a bear attack you, and you're sitting there like trying to cat. You're like casting like fireballs, and you're like, oh no, I'm out of magicka. I think that's why I don't like those games so much is because that's how it always ends up. It's always the same thing, and you know, it bores me. Well, apparently when you get to later levels, you're, like, unstoppable, but it's the, you know, the whole, like, other 80% of the game that you suck. Right. The uh, the game that I love, uh, that I it's a show, actually, but that I wish we had. Uh, have you ever heard of the anime Sword Art Online? Of which one? Sword Art Online. Sword Art Online. No. Okay, so it's uh, it's actually very similar to another anime called Log Horizon. And so what they do is you log into this video game, and it's a virtual reality uh, MMO, and you all of a sudden you can't log out, and it becomes an actual death game. So like if you die in the game, you die in real life. 
Oh wow! And so, Log Horizon started it, and it's it's really good. It's more in depth than 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 uh, Sword Art Online is, and they have more more action in Sword Art than Log Horizon does. Well, interesting. At the end of Sword Art Online, they turned around and had this game had a spinoff called Gun Gale Online, which is like Call of Duty but VR MMO. And it's it's really good, and I just I wish that we had something like that that was not like Fortnite or PUBG, which I've played. Um, I prefer to play them on my phone than anything mm. else because I don't I, I don't know I suck at them on Xbox, but I'm pretty decent on my phone. But I will honestly play Fortnite. I have, and it's mostly because of Twitter. You have Fortnite because of Twitter? How does that work? No, I, I play Fortnite because of Twitter. Oh, okay. I thought you said I got Fortnite for Twitter, and I was like, oh, all right then. No, like people go on like Twitter and Instagram and all of it, and that's all you hear about is Fortnite. And I got to the point where I was like, you know what? These people have pissed me off to the point where I will, I will never play this game. Oh, see, I was gonna tell you like <laughs> I bought a car to please the sun god. Really? Yeah, because I thought you were saying you bought Fortnite for Twitter. Oh no 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 no! I would not play. I don't think Twitter has games yet. Give it time. The Biggest thing that I'm looking forward to is cross-play crossover in video games. So, like, cross-platform. So, that way, if we're... Like, if you have a PlayStation, I got an Xbox. We can both play... You know, we can both play Madden, and I can show you why the Denver Broncos are, like, the better team. (laughs) Or we can, uh, you know, sit there and do Far Cry 5, and we can, you know, again, different systems, but we're playing on the same game. It's going to be... I mean, it would just make more sense. It would, but at the same time, I doubt it'll ever happen because, you know, the companies, they're just, that's a whole pissing game between the two and, you know, working together, even though it would make them more money in the long run. Yeah. They, they're just not smart enough to think, oh, well, maybe if we work together, this will work. It's more of, hey, I'm going to beat you. So then everybody's going to realize Xbox sucks and they're going to buy a PlayStation or vice versa. The and, and I agree. I mean, if you're playing Final Fantasy on whatever 15, I guess 16, 19, 27, I don't know, whatever, whatever the Final Fantasy that we're up to now 89, yeah, that's <laughs> they all seem to be online. And you know, you got it on Xbox, like who who would want to spend they're dividing, they divide the, the spoils and make them still exclusive. I'm, I mean, I get it. But right. you know, you you get more bees with honey than or flies with honey than you do with vinegar. So you know, I think it would be more cost effective. But uh, that's that's beside the point. Right. So what? I got a question, and uh, actually, this came from uh, one of our listeners, Chris Fuller. What was your first video game that was in the was in a fandom that got you started developing a a, a love for? being in all of this so you know with star wars and all that what video game kind of like helped boost it um wow it's it's one of two video games it's uh it was when i was a really little kid i got a super nintendo for christmas and i had two games for it it was super ghouls and ghosts right and the legend of zelda Link to the past okay so both of those games, I don't know if you've played I them. Ha- I've played Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. I've not played the Ghouls and Ghosts thing. Super Ghouls and Ghosts was basically like Castlevania kind of, uh-huh. except 
you it follows this dude named Sir Artie, I think it was. It was like a variation of Arthur, I want to say. And you basically run around, you get different weapons that you can throw, like you get a lance, and then you get like nunchucks, and then like throwing stars, and you're wearing armor, and you fight zombies. Well, cool. That actually sounds pretty fun. It is a blast. And then like as if you get hit, your armor goes off, and you're basically running around in your underwear until... I do that right now. It's fun. Yeah, it, it's like everybody's dream. You know, you can run around in your underwear throwing lances. Oh, your mic's cutting out. Oh. I don't know why. I'm Get on Wi-Fi, cave. you caveman. I am on Wi-Fi. What is? Where are you located? For those of you who don't know, uh, so Travis is not located in the same town as I am. He is in a whole other state. So Travis, tell, yes. tell folks where you're at. I am in Florida, in central Florida, uh, not far from Orlando. Yet he cannot get a good connection to make this, uh, to make our podcast happen. I can. I just want. I I just want you to know, Travis. This is why Dad left. It is why he left. That's what he told me when he was going out to get cigarettes. Yep, and this is why I don't have nice things. It's because of you. He said, "You know, son, I'm going to go out to get these cigarettes now, but." We don't have Wi-Fi or nice things because I chose to have you. And I said, "Wow, that was harsh." And that was the last thing he ever said to me. <laughs> I saw, I saw, I saw a thing online, and it had uh, somebody had cropped a photo of Batman's head onto this kid hiding behind the door, and it was like me waiting to scare my dad when he gets home. And it said day one, then it said day thirteen, <laughs> day four, forty-five. It said day one hundred and seven, and it had Batman crying. <laughs> wow. What if, uh, what if you had, like, the Smithsonian had a new, like, live exhibit? And, it, you know, like, what would be something outrageous for, for them? I'll tell you mine after you tell me yours. So, an, out- an, an outrageous, like, live exhibit. So, the Smithsonian National Museum presents the live whatever. Well, give me an example of what you're thinking. Cause... Okay, so my idea was the Batman experience. Uh-huh. So what happens is parents walk in with their kid, and next thing you know, some guy hops out from behind the corner and shoots them both. <laughs> wow. The Batman experience. That is... <laughs> I guess, man, I don't know if I can top that one. Um, I guess maybe you get the Thor experience, where kind of the same thing. You become Thor, and you're, like, awesome, and, you know, everybody loves you and everything. Uh-huh. And then by one, like, you know, your mom, like, gets stabbed by an elf, and, you know, your dad just kind of fades away, and then, you know, Thanos shows up and grabs your brother by the neck and just chokes him until he dies. Right. You know? That was, that'd be scary as shit. If he just had some <laughs> some big guy dressed in pur- spray-painted purple just walks up and chokes your family. <laughs> yeah, it'd be horrible. And then, like, you finally get a chance, and you're all leveled up, and, you, you know, you stab him. And then he snaps his fingers, and then half of everybody in the building just disappears. I think I'd end up in a mental institution at that point. I feel like, I don't know what happened. I don't know. I just played the game. I thought I won. (laughs) What's something uh, that I wanted to ask you? What would you say if somebody had told you, like, if you had to pick, out of of these four things, you had to pick one to go away. So you have anime, you have video games, you have uh, Marvel. You have Marvel, mm-hmm. or 
you have yeah, I'm trying to think of something else. We'll just say DC. Out of, the, okay. out of those four things, you had to choose one to go away forever. What would you choose? Oh, man, that's tough. Um, I really want to say anime because I don't watch it as much anymore, but I just found out that they're releasing one of my favorite uh, shows from when I was a kid. They're doing a live-action movie of it. So now, that's What is it? Gundam Wing. What? When? They just announced it. That they're doing a live-action movie for it. Well, I will be looking that up. If anybody in our listeners knows any of this information, please drop me a line so I know. I'll send you the link on Facebook. I, I think it's um, but yes, Gundam Wing was just like the coolest thing oh, ever. Oh yeah, absolutely. Have you seen Ready Player One? No, I haven't. Oh Jesus Christ! Go. Do you have a fire stick? No. No. What are you? A, are, are you a goddamn plebeian? Jesus. I know it's on my list, but. So, for those of you who haven't seen Player One, uh, Ready Player One, it was originally a book, and uh, it was in, it was brought into a movie, and it's all about like '80s genre video gaming. Like one the one of the 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 kid is is a guy named Percival who was the uh, Holy Knight that found or the Lone Knight that found the Holy Grail. That's where his name comes from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's all about hunting the keys to the kingdom to get, win over uh, the world, the the virtual world, to get the keys to own it. Well, trying to t- before an evil corporation gets it. Well, he goes on ahead and he starts. He he's able to figure it out, but it has all these eighty genres like Buckaroo Bonsai, which I didn't even know what that was. I after the thing, I had to go look it up. Um, I it's, that. Well, it's actually on Hulu if you want to go look at. It. He's like a mad. He's a mad scientist, comic book samurai wizard that time travels. I'm the, those are actually in the description on Hulu. Um, that just sounds. Like- and and like they have a dance contest that's Friday Night Fever. Uh, the when you when they do the big battle scenes, you get to see things like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, a Halo ODS or Spartan team, uh, mm-hmm. the Iron Giant fights Mecha Godzilla. I mean, there's all sorts of cool shit. I I could care when I saw it in theaters for the first time. I saw it the, the night it came out at midnight in 3D uh, here in town, and I just. I, my, it was me, it was my girlfriend, it was my buddy and his wife, and I just lost it. I was sitting all the way up. I forgot she was even with me, <laughs> and she grabbed my hand, and it scared the shit out of me because I was so engrossed in it. It is such a good movie, and I mean, it's available for purchase on DVD right now uh, at Walmart, which this is not a plug for them, although I would love it if Walmart sponsored us or Amazon uh, or anybody else for that matter. But uh, I have it on my fire stick, and I've probably watched it two or three times. Same with Deadpool. Deadpool just... Deadpool, it's so cool. It is. He did such a good job. Ryan Reynolds is perfect. I was honestly one of those people when um, they announced Deadpool. Right. And they announcing like Captain America around the same time and everything. I was kind of irritated because I always thought Chris Evans would have made a decent Deadpool. On um, what planet? Okay, watch the movie The Losers. Okay, watch the movie The Fantastic Four. Okay, but Captain America, he redeemed himself. It's okay. It is. He did as Captain America. He would not have made a good right. Deadpool. He didn't make a good Johnny Storm either. No, he didn't. But I'm, I'm saying just based on that one movie, just on based on The Losers, I thought he was going to be a good Deadpool. Uh-huh. 
thought Ryan Reynolds would probably pull off Captain America pretty well. See, when he when I first heard, when I first watched Ryan Reynolds, it was in National Lampoon's Van Wilder, and yes. as soon as I saw him, I thought he would be a great Deadpool. And he is. He is. I mean, there's there's nobody else better. No, and the post credit scene of the second one. Uh, spoiler that, alert, guys! Spoilers. Oh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say what it was. Oh, fuck that! I will. So he okay. So I will I? I was gonna be nice about it, but why? Don't do it. Deadpool the universe. I mean, that's pretty much all it is. He resets the whole universe, which, and if you guys listen to our previous episode of the intro to our show, our labeled the intro, we talk about it, about how we, you know, we thank Ryan Reynolds for resetting the universe, taking out Green Lantern, taking out the Deadpool, the X-Men universe, and actually finally having a scene between Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. Although technically he was, in, Hugh Jackman's in the first one. I still count it. From the magazine? Yes. No. I count it as a cameo. No, it's not a cameo. No. <laughs> no, it's not. That was the first real cameo. And on top of that, speaking of X-Men, I wanted to ask you something. So, um, you know how Professor X is in the wheelchair? And, and, I mean, this is in Deadpool 2. He's rolling around in Professor X's wheelchair, right? Yes. And Professor X can move things with his mind. He, I mean, the man in the show and everything else has, like, held up ships, aircraft, buildings, like, all sorts of shit. Yeah. Why can't he move his fucking legs? You know, I've wondered that myself. And there's even, like, scenes where, or in the cartoon, I remember it was, he put on, like, metal leg braces when he was on a mission with uh, Magneto. And Magneto just, like, allowed him to walk with it. And I was like, why don't they do this? Why don't they work something out so that he can walk? Because in X-Men Days of Future Pat, or was it Future Pat? I don't remember it's one of the it's one of them because the X Men timeline is all screwy. Yeah, it's so fucked up. But he takes him to walk, but it diminishes his powers. But he's so powerful to move buildings and aircraft, he can't lift his ass out of a chair. Right. Also, do you do you ever think that he walks by and like pets Beast on the ear and, like a dog and like Beast does that whole foot thing? I've kind of wondered that. I mean, does he use a does he use a toilet like everybody else, or does he go out on the lawn? Because is he actually naked in the TV show, or is that a loincloth? I think he was actually naked. And that's just hair covering him up. Oh, well then. Yeah, I always thought he was just completely naked. Huh. But yeah, those are just some of the things that crossed my mind. Oh yeah, I've had those same thoughts. It's very odd. What? Uh, do you have anything that you want to ask me? Um, well, I mean, I guess as far as like the four thing, you know, the four, you know, genres go, which one would you pick to leave? Uh, Oh, DC in a heartbeat. Really? DC, I would drop DC so hard. Are you talking just like the movie universe or just like everything about DC just gone? I'm talking about the movies and the TV show. DC could have just stayed in comics and I probably would have been just as happy. Okay. Marvel makes me so much happier. You know, Stanley actually said he when they asked her like, "What what can Marvel do to?" Because like when Suicide Squad came out, they were like, "What can Marvel do to uh to get on to um to be able to make things better?" And Stanley said, "Let me write it." Oh wow! Oh man, Stan, Stan Lee's a man. He's a savage. He is. I love Stan. Stan, if you're listening, I love you. Thank you so much for everything that you've done over the years. I just please come on. Yeah, please come on the show. Um, I will. I will say hello, and then I'll have a heart attack, and because I'm so excited. Yes. 
Um, for those of you who don't know, uh, I would, I, uh, I would really, 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 really like to play Carnage in a movie. Um, I think I, I, I love Cletus Cassidy. I loved it. The Deadpool Cletus Cassidy, uh, comic book about it's like dead or, or it's carnage usa yeah and i i just i loved it i think cletus i think the unbridled violence is perfectly captured in carnage more so, so me, than any other villain because the only other person who's who's equally violent that i know of would be the joker yes and but he's got a thing for bats so yeah he's in love with them yeah well, w- let me ask you then, because I kind of got the idea, but like, or uh, like an idea of how you felt when I, we talked earlier. But um, the new Venom movie comes out, and for you know those of you who haven't heard the rumor, it's kind of a I don't know if it was ever confirmed or not, but the casting of um, Carnage, you know, and the the rumor is that it's going to be Woody Harrelson. I think he'll. I think. I think he's good. I think Woody Harrelson's good. Like he was good. In now you see me. Now you don't. Or whatever the magic movie. He was good in Zombieland. Yes. I don't see him as a psychopath for Cletus Cassidy level. I don't. You know, and I thought that too. And I. It's kind of like Jamie Foxx's Spawn. Yeah. Jamie, I don't, I don't, Jamie Foxx I don't... is already electro. You should not be able to be double cast. Although they double casted uh, Josh Brolin. He was horrible as Electro, though, so maybe this is his redeeming factor. Maybe. Maybe. I hope so. Because, I mean, let's be honest, The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is just a jumbled, ungodly mess. Oh, but you know what was fun? was watching Gwen Stacy's head bounce off the concrete like a basketball. You know, I knew that was coming from the comics. I didn't think they were going to do it in the movie until I watched it happen. Like, I was with my girlfriend, and, like, it was the point where she's falling. I was like, they're not going to do it. She's like, what? And I'm like, he's going to catch her. It's going to be a whole love story thing and whatever. And then he, you know, hits her with the web. I'm like, yep, see, it's happening. And then her head bounces off the pavement and my jaw dropped. Oh, yeah, no, no. As soon as her head hit the ground, I said, I said, oh, she's dead. Yep. I was like, they did not just do that. Yep. <laughs> they sure did. <laughs> her neck is just, she is dead now. <laughs> well, Crossing back over to uh, back over into the video games and kind of branching into other fandoms, what would you say? So I grew up in the Pokemon era, just like you did. Yes. Uh, Pokemon came in like what was that? Like ninety five or ninety seven? Yeah, something around there. It was around the same trading cards, which I think were about ninety five, ninety seven. I think. And right. it was like cocaine for kids. Yeah. I remember going to elementary school and being told you couldn't bring Pokemon cards to school. Because everybody mm-hmm. wanted to play with them. They would always get confiscated. Oh, dude, I lost so many things to my collection. <laughs> I had so many fights over them. I remember, okay, so I'm a huge, so for those of you who know me personally that have listened to this podcast, I love Pokemon. I have a Slowbro tattoo on my left leg that is playing a Game Boy with Pokemon Red in it. My longest relationship has been with my Slowbro. I still have the same one. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, it makes my girlfriend feel really insecure because I told her I don't have to put up with her shit. Yeah, slow bro. <laughs> exactly. I was like, I will go get Derpina, which that is her name. <laughs> but my favorite Pokemon, of course, is Slowbro. What is yours? Oh. Take me back to the day now. 
Um, you know, I always thought Mewtwo was cool as hell. Oh, come on. Leave the legendaries alone. Okay, so I can't use the legendaries. No, just don't be that guy. That's like people who say, oh, who's your favorite Who's your favorite uh, uh, Star Wars character? They're like, oh, Darth Vader. I'm like, of course, every, Darth Vader's a badass. But if you had to choose somebody like normal that is decent, like run of the mill, who would you choose? Okay, so if I'm choosing run of the mill... 150, 151 original. Minus uh, Legends. Okay, minus Legends. Uh, Charmander. Charmander? Yeah, not Charizard and not the one in between. Charmeleon. Charmeleon, yes, thank you. You know, Charmander. I always thought he was cool and underrated. Except for, you know, the whole, like, if it rains outside, he dies. Well, I mean, yeah, but I get that. I mean... Really, who likes rain anyway? Um, I personally do. <laughs> I do. That's why I live in Tennessee, where it rains for only like 30 minutes at a time. I get my little fill of it. Makes sense. I get that. See, okay, I'm going to tell you a funny story about, uh, for, and for me and the listeners, or for you and the listeners at home. So I was at a Pokemon uh, like so back I, I I don't know if they have these everywhere, but Books a Million used to have battles uh by uh by trading card games. So you would battle like a whole bunch of people and you had to once you beat like two or three people, you got to face the quote gym leader. Mm-hmm. Well, one of my prized possessions was this first edition Charizard foil that was it had to be in like quarter inch or thick like hard plastic and it had a screw at the top and a screw at the bottom to hold the card in place and Mm. it was wet waterproof everything nice and so it was like my prized possession and so i had this girl that knew me at the books a million and she wanted it and she was cute and i was you know i was starting to come into girls this is a couple years after pokemon i was like 11 Mm-hmm. And so, like, I was starting to notice girls, and she had. Uh, and keep in mind, guys, this is you know, I'm this is like 11, 12 year old me. This is not the 29 year old talking. But I liked her. She had a nice body, and she said she would go down on me for the Charizard. Oh my god! So no. yeah, so went out in the stacks of the somewhere in the corner of Books a Million, and she went down on me, and I gave her the Charizard. And that was my Jeez, first sexual sure. experience. You're welcome, people at home. You got pimped out for a Charizard. Bro, you know what? I don't regret it to, for one day to this day. Because I ended up with another one, and I ended up selling it for like 185 bucks. So it was basically a win. Yeah. I just, had to, I just had to wait a little bit. That's understandable. Right. What about you? You got any cool, any funny stories? Not like that. I mean, I really can't. Well, it's not about topping it. It's just something that I thought was interesting about my po- about my no, Pokemon no, fandom, and it ended up bringing me closer to the fandom. Right. And uh, I, 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 I came very close to the fandom. If you, if you're catching my drift, yeah. <laughs> did actually, I hooked up with a with a girl during a Harry Potter once. Oh, you did? Yes, and I don't know how I did it because she was a Harry Potter like freak. Uh huh. I'm not a huge fan of it. I'll, you know, people love them, and I, I respect it. It's cool, it, you know, whatever. But they're just not for me. And you know, I watched the movies. I watched three of them in the theaters, and I was just bored. And you know, during the third one, she had already seen it once, and 
you know, she saw I was bored out of my mind and it was, there was nobody in the back row. So sure enough, she's like, you know what? You took me to this one. I got you for this. And, you know, we ended up hooking up right, right there during Harry Potter. Well, Levius, Levius Patronum. Yes. And my dick rose. (laughs) (laughs) It did. The, uh, I had a I had a friend of mine who went to a Comic Con in Ohio one time, and he super big in the cosplay. Unfortunately, he and I don't talk anymore. Um, but he dressed up as somebody from the Horde, and he said he had Warcraft sex. And I said, "What is that?" And he said, "That's where you and you and a girl uh, have intercourse, but dress as your Warcraft characters." And I said, "Okay." And he said, "She wanted me. He wanted me to call her a, a naughty night elf." I said, I, I said, I, I said, I don't know. I, I don't know if I can say it with a straight face. <laughs> I just, I don't know. She, I would do it. Heartbeat. Heartbeat. I don't know. I would. Warcraft fan, but I'd go for it. I, I, I could try. I could try, <laughs> but I just don't. I, oh man. <laughs> uh. I'm just trying to. Would you? Uh, what I do? What? Would you ever do a um, lair, like uh, the live action role play? Oh, in a heartbeat. Yes. Oh, in a heartbeat. Good God, I would go hard and run out there and try. I try to end somebody's life with a fo- oh, with, yeah. a, with a foam axe. <laughs> I make my foam sword. I would whoop some ass with that, dude. It's a game. You shut up, peasant. I would. I would, I would love to do it. Enemies, everybody. I could, I I think that would be extremely fun. I think it's the closest to see because like between Fallout and uh, Skyrim, I mean they're made by the same company. They're essentially the same game. Just I mean they're different stories, but yeah. it's open world. Collect items or or you collect loot. You upgrade yourself. Different skills. It's it's essentially there's a lot of similarities that it overlaps. There's just minor a lot of things that there's a few things that are different. Mm-hmm. And I played Fallout, and don't get me wrong, guys. Fallout is a good game in its own right. Collect the bobblehead stuff like that. I have a bobblehead even here here in my office. Nice. But it is uh, it's Skyrim that gets my heart, and I don't know why. I just like the old school stuff. Like I like the fact that you know there's some magic. I get to use a bow and arrow. I can use a you know a hammer. I can summon a dragon. Versus, I made a tactical nuke. I mean, you really can't discount the coolness of blowing up a tactical nuke. I mean, no, 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 I'm not. But I like, I don't like the fact that, you know, oh, you made enough. You have power armor here. Collect these power cells. I get that. The, uh, so doing a LARP, doing a layer or a LARPing thing is kind of like right up my alley. That, uh, but as far as future games go, Mass Effect is where it's at for me. Yes. Mass Effect, I was, I was cool. Had you, had, have you ever played Andromeda? No. So Andromeda takes place, uh, I believe it's, I I haven't finished the game. I kind of got sidetracked with other games like Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands and then the Far Cry series. And I'm still going back and like trying to complete everything. Side note, how cool was the uh, Rainbow Six Siege uh, commercial? The one with uh, Idris Elba? Oh, dear God. He's what got me to play. Yes, me too. So I I watched that and and he talked about, and this is, I still play, I play every day. 
And I like I get home, I do a couple of matches just so that way I can stay on top and do and know that I'm pretty good at it. I love it. I love all the the action, the different avenues of approach. I love the fact that we can uh, that you can blow up walls, or if I wanted to, I could you know I could do a partial do a partial breach and shoot somebody from some weird angle and kill them. And watching Idris Elba get on the be on the roof and talk about it, and then watching the gameplay alpha trailer is what sold me. And to to this day, I play it hardcore. Who's your favorite operator? Um, attack and defense. Who are your mains? Man, that's tough because I try to play everybody. You know, this is, you know, this I, is we talked about diversity earlier, and this is what brought Kathleen Kennedy to her knees. I know, and I feel like it's it's always going to be my downfall because I'll play every character just because you know certain levels. I just want to you know sometimes I want to be a breacher and sometimes I want to you know I want to man a shotgun and well I'll tell why you think I'm yours. Let me tell you mine. So I'm gonna get, okay. so I'm gonna give you my attacker, uh, my defender, the alternates for those, and my favorite level. Okay. So my main for attack is Thatcher. Uh, nobody, everybody likes to be a breacher or wants to be Ash or wants to be you know somebody somebody else Jackal or whatever. But right. all it takes is mute or bandit, and all of a sudden those hard breachers are null and void. True. So I got really good with mute. Or not mute uh, with Thatcher. On defense, it is mute, and I love to use mute shotgun because that that submachine gun of mutes is like a pea shooter. Yeah, uh, and that's kind of where do because I love the shotguns. See, I, I liked it when the shotguns had range, had a little bit more range, had a little bit more oomph to them. But now you kind of mm-hmm. got to be like almost right on top of them for it to work. So if I'm playing, if I'm on defense, I'm generally on OBJ and I mm-hmm. sit there and I just kind of wait. The other thing I like to do uh, for as far as defense goes is get the, uh, the bulletproof sh- or the shield. Mm-hmm. And if you place it sideways in front of a window or a door, they can't, yeah. they can't get in. So that I've done and it stops people from being able to come in, which I like. You just got to avoid it because it stops them from coming in, not from shooting you. Right. Yeah, be really careful. But they don't get in, and it makes it a little bit easier to kill them. Right. The other – so from the alternates, though, on attack, if I'm not Thatcher, I'm generally – with the new operators, uh, I'll either play Finca or Lion, depending on the map. Uh, hmm. Have you? Do you have the year three operator or your the Russian operators? Or the – or not Russian, the uh, – uh, the chemical ones. Chemical ones. Um, I haven't played it in forever. I don't. I don't have the game anymore. Uh, I think I did have the chemical ones, but I. I'd have to like play it again to get you know like a you know a rehash of it. So, the chemical operator Finca is Russian. Uh, and Lion is from Gagan, the French one. I remember. I remember the French. Yeah, yeah. I remember Lion. So. Depending on the level, I either give a give a boost or uh, to my to my to my people, or I use it and I try to identify people who are moving. As far as defense goes, if I'm not going to play mute, I'm either Jaeger or Bandit. Uh, I like do what? I do like Bandit. See, I like Bandit too, but I like Jaeger. I like Jaeger's gun. Yes. My favorite level, however, is. Going, I'm, I'm gonna have to say it's gonna be a consulate. 
the embassy. Yes, I I love that map. Is that the one? That's the one with the garage down in the bottom with the that... mail trucks. Yes, and the car. Yes, uh, I remember that. Yeah, that's my favorite one. Mainly because was... mainly because I like I like it once I get done with everything. Fuse just hits the top; it just blows them all to hell. Yes, I I love that. And then I like I like the fact that Jaeger thinks he's hot shit and. You can stop worrying about grenades now. And then Thatcher comes through and goes, Oh. <laughs> Sounds like my two year old. Oh man. It reminds me of um uh, Firefly. The show? Yeah. Yeah. How so? Jane always wants the grenades and Malcolm's always like, No, you leave the grenades on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rainbow Six Siege is definitely a uh, definitely a game standalone one of its own. Yes, but uh, it go ahead. It, it works. It's just an awesome game. I think it won Game of the Year. Even it, I, I think it may have. I'm not sure, but I'm always watching the Pro League, and I'm always trying to get better. If uh, anybody ha- wants to add me on on there again, my gamer tag is Fist of Discord, and I'll be happy to play with you. We uh. But I think we're almost all out of time, so let's go ahead and get ready. I think we need to wrap this up because, and once again, I have been JT Grantham, and this is I am Travis Macklin, and you can find us on Slowgrove Speaks uh, on Facebook or Twitter. And where can they find your podcast? Uh, mine is called The Better Savage. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. All the same, uh, the better savage. All the same thing, right on there and right on here on Anchor as well. Well, awesome guys! Hey, everybody, thank you for joining for us another for another episode of Slowgrow Speaks. Tell your friends, like, share, follow, come back, give us comments, uh, concerns, anything that we can improve on, or even topics. Next week, we're going to be talking to a couple of uh, streamers that we're going to have on the show that are that stream live on Twitch. We're going to talk about video games, stuff like that. So give us your video, favorite video game. See if we can uh, figure out some stuff that we like about them, stuff we don't like, or, you know, whatever. So anyway, again, I'm JT. Thanks again for listening, guys. Have a good night. Have a good night, guys.